Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Staff member on leave after a sexual misconduct allegation. I'm Scott Gelman. Legislation that could make it easier for child sex abuse victims to sue is moving forward in Maryland. I'm Dan Ronan. Slow down. Starting Monday, every Fairfax police officer is looking for aggressive driving. I'm Megan Cloherty. 7 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Staples. I'm Christopher Cruz in the Washington Bureau. In California, the Kern River has overflowed its banks, and evacuations are continuing after a levee broke along a river in Monterey County. More on that from KCBS radio reporter Jennifer Hodges. Water did overtop the levee at about three miles upstream from the community of Pajaro. Nick Pasculi is a spokesman for Monterey County. And within a half an hour, the levee actually failed. So the earthen levee actually failed in that location. In the past 24 hours, the National Guard has participated in 60 high water rescues. Federal and state regulators are now looking for someone to buy a large failed bank in California this weekend. More from CBS's Christian Benavides. In addition to startup businesses, established companies like Shopify Pinterest, Etsy, and Roku are feeling the impact. In a filing Friday, Roku said about a quarter of its cash, nearly half a billion dollars, was deposited at Silicon Valley Bank, adding it was largely uninsured. The bank's website says almost half of the U.S. technology and healthcare companies that went public last year after getting early funding from venture capital firms were its customers. American Michaela Schifrin entered the record books today with her 87th Alpine Ski World Cup victory. CBS Sports reporter Ben Jacobs says the 27-year-old champion got a surprise after the race. Afterwards, Schifrin gave a very emotional interview, as you would expect, and spoke of her brother and sister-in-law being present, and she didn't actually know that they were coming, so that made things even more special. At the Massachusetts State House today, a rally against police brutality. Among the protesters, two well-known businessmen. Ain't no power like the power of the people, the power of the people don't stop. Ben and Jerry Cohen are not only founders of the famous ice cream brand, but also co-chair the campaign to end qualified immunity. All people are asking for is a chance to have their day in court and to have an independent body investigate the situation instead of the police investigating themselves. And the people here today are their families, their loved ones, remembering them and, and trying to make changes so it doesn't keep happening. The groups are calling on lawmakers to support independent investigations into fatal police shootings and to end qualified immunity. James Rojas for CBS News, Boston. The parents of a high school student in South Carolina are suing a teacher, principal, and others. They say she was accosted when she didn't stop and recite the Pledge of Allegiance in school. 15-year-old Marissa Barnwell says she was walking quietly to class last November and decided not to stop for the pledge. This is CBS News. Staples stores are a new world of possible with innovative tools for small business and remote workers and learners. Explore more at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. It's 7.03. It's Saturday, the 11th day of March 2023. 40 degrees outside. We're headed down to the lower 30s overnight. Burr. Good Saturday evening. I'm Del Walters. The top local stories we're following for you at this hour involves breaking news on the traffic front. Outbound traffic remains halted on the Whitehurst Freeway 
Drivers encountering concrete debris on the roadway. Looking east from Key Bridge toward the Kennedy Center and the Washington Monument, the freeway's typically busy westbound lanes could be seen empty of traffic. An emergency maintenance crew staging repair work on the freeway just before it enters beneath Key Bridge. DDOT says it was alerted to concrete debris in the roadway, so the crews would remove the debris and conduct inspections. In Georgetown, Dick Uliano, WTOP News. And stay with WTOP's traffic reports every 10 minutes on the 8th for the latest on the road closure. A daycare owner sentenced for shooting her husband after allegations of abuse sat down to tell her story. Shantiri Weems is serving a four-year sentence for shooting her husband after she says he molested children in her care. She sat down with WSA 9 and shared the moment a mother of one of the kids told her about the abuse. I saw the pain in her face and I knew that she was not lying. She finally said it was my husband. Her husband is facing 33 counts of rape and child sex crimes. Shantiri has since filed for divorce. And I, is- I felt like the, the blood had just drained out of my body because, again, this is my husband. I just, I trusted him fully. He was supposed to help me protect these children. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. A staff member at Dunbar High School in D.C. is on leave tonight facing allegations of sexual misconduct toward a student. Dunbar principal Nadine Smith called the report of misconduct distressing in a letter to the school community earlier this week. Smith says the unidentified staff member is on leave after an alleged incident of sexual misconduct toward a student. She says she contacted police and the city's Child and Family Services Agency about the incident. It's unclear when the incident occurred. D.C. Public Schools says in a statement that it doesn't comment on personnel matters, but did say the incident has been referred to D.C. police. In the message to the school community, Smith says safety and security of students is the school's top priority. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. It's 7.05 and Annapolis legislation that would allow older adults to sue if they were sexually assaulted as children has now cleared a key vote. A key panel of Maryland lawmakers has advanced a measure that would end the state statute of limitations for when civil lawsuits can be filed relating to child sexual abuse cases. The Senate's Judicial Proceedings Committee voted 10 to 1 in favor of the bill to send it to the state Senate. The vote is significant because the measure passed the state's House of Delegates in recent years only to stall in the state Senate. Currently, people in Maryland who say they were sexually abused as children can't sue after reaching age 38. The Governor Wes Moore and Attorney General Anthony Brown say they support the measure. Dan Ronan, WTOP News. A late morning shooting in Wheaton is still being investigated. Montgomery County Police tell WTOP a woman was shot and wounded in an attempted carjacking shortly after 11 a.m. at the Westfield Wheaton Shopping Center on Veers Mill Road. Police say the woman was taken to the hospital with injuries that are not considered to be life-threatening. A male suspect, though, is in custody. Three years ago, things started shutting down and we started slowing down. But that was then, police say. Now COVID is in the rearview mirror, and unfortunately, so are a lot of people speeding up trying to pass us. On Monday, Fairfax County has declared all hands on deck. Every Fairfax County police officer that they see is working on Road Shark. Deputy Chief Bob Blakely says Road Shark is the name for an operation the department plans to roll out in waves over the next few months. But why now? You know, we've seen a considerable number of extreme speed tickets that have been issued on the interstates and the other limited access highways like the Fairfax County Parkway and Route 28. Aggressive driving is speeding, cutting other drivers off, ignoring red lights and signs, and it includes inattentive driving. The faster you're going, the more reaction time plus the distance needed 
to stop. You know, all of those things combined just create the situation where we start seeing more and more crashes. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. We're going to spring forward an hour tomorrow for daylight saving time, but some in Congress want to lock the clock. Here's WTOP's Mitchell Miller on Capitol Hill. Florida Senator Marco Rubio has been a longtime critic of pushing our clocks ahead in the spring and back an hour in the fall. Switching in and out of daylight savings time is outdated, and it's only a source of annoyance and confusion. Frankly, it's just dumb. There's just no other way to say it. Rubio surprised many in Congress by using a legislative maneuver last year to get the Senate to pass his bill to end daylight saving time. But it languished in the House, and while he introduced the legislation again this year with bipartisan support, it doesn't have enough backing to pass. So make sure your clocks are moved ahead an hour on Sunday morning. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. And coming up after traffic and weather. How many miles do you have on your car? Are you sure about that? I'm Jeff Glabel. It's 708. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather together on the H. Steve Dresner now in the traffic center. And good evening, Dale. Starting off in Maryland on the inner loop of the Capitol Beltway in Prince George's County. Right near the BW Parkway crash activity currently blocking the right side. The delays are easily back to Route 1 in College Park. And we're also backed up um, as we approach area of 214. We did have uh, crash activity clear. Looks like we do have residual delays again approaching 214. Over in Montgomery County, the outer loop right near the exit for Connecticut Avenue. The crash activity looks like it's uh, contained to the right side. Delays are currently back to University Boulevard. Finding uh, volume both directions over on the BW Parkway. We're jammed up 410 up through the Beltway and a better ride once you're north of 197. Traffic moving pretty well on 270. No incidents in either direction over on Route 50. In Virginia, southbound 95, approaching the exit for lower and left side block for the crash. Outbound Key Bridge, right as you get to the exit to go on to the GW Parkway. Only a single left lane does get you by the crash. Summer is just right around the corner. And whether your child is an inspiring chef, scientist, or sports superstar, they'll find friends, fun, and exciting new experiences over at the YMCA. Visit ymca.org slash Summer camp to save their spot today. Steve Dresner, WTOP Traffic. To NBC4's Mike Stennifer. We'll see skies clearing across the region over the next several hours, and the gusty winds will die down, and lows will be in the 20 suburbs, low to mid-30s in the district. Increasing clouds on Sunday, a chance of rain late in the day, highs 45 to 50. Rain will taper off on Monday. It's going to turn quite windy. Highs mid to upper 40s. Windy on Tuesday, highs near 50. I'm Storm Team Force, Mike Stennifer. 41 degrees outside our studios, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Money news at 25 and 55 on WTOP. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. Used vehicles are holding their value better, and those with lower miles are worth even more. Carfax says odometer fraud is on the rise. Odometers are digital these days, but that actually means they're easier to roll back. Well, you know, a lot of people think that the old manual ones should have been easier, but today there are lots of devices that you can find for sale for just a few hundred dollars that can, in literally a matter of just a few seconds, take off 10, 20, 100,000 miles off a digital odometer. That's Patrick Olson at Carfax. Consumers lose an average of $4,000 in value from unknowingly buying a rolled-back car. It is easier to roll back odometers today, but it's also easier to spot it. When you get your car registered, when you get it 
serviced in many places. There's notations taken of the mileage at that point, and in a vehicle history report, you can see you know the progression, and all of a sudden there it's you know twenty, thirty thousand fewer miles than it had before. That's definitely going to be a big tip off. Carfax vehicle reports are free. All you need is the vehicle identification number. Jeff Clable, WTOP News. Jeff, thank you. And still ahead, it seems our furry friends are a victim of an improving pandemic picture. Seven Eleven. In 2022, Shulman Rogers looked at how it could better serve its clients. One way was to open a new full-service office in Northern Virginia, where many of its clients have their businesses, work, and live. Managing partner Sam Spiritos explains the unique way the law firm views its relationship with clients. We really feel like we're partners of our clients, and not partners in the sharing of profit sense, but their problems are our problems. We really try and not just be an executioner uh, of their work or transaction, but really be thoughtful about what we can do, what relationships can we introduce them to, what opportunities are out there. We think about the client-attorney relationship differently than many firms, and we really take a a connector approach to our clients and really um, think about how we can help them be the most successful. To learn more about the firm's new full-service location in Tyson's Corner, as well as about all its practice areas and attorneys, visit showmanrogers.com. And still ahead in sports, the Caps looking for a road win in New York. Howard now headed to the big dance. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. KBR's highly experienced and highly cleared team is ready to solve today's challenges while preparing for tomorrow's threats. For more than 50 years, KBR has been trusted by the Department of Defense and Intel community to provide mission-critical science, technology, and engineering solutions. As global demands change and markets transform, KBR delivers innovative results to advance defense and national security interests on land, at sea, in the air, space, and cyberspace. KBR, the team behind the mission. For more information, visit KBR.com. WTOP wants to help you get on top of your health. Whether it's news about expanded medical care in our community, the importance of an emotionally healthy work environment, or plant-based cancer prevention, WTOP has you covered with news and information from local health care experts. WTOP's Get on Top of Your Health series is sponsored in part by Kaiser Permanente and GW Cancer Center. To learn more, go to WTOP and search Top Health. Howard does something it hasn't done in 31 years. It's 714. Everyone has their reason for avoiding the dentist, but you may not know that dental health plays a major part in your overall health. It's time to start your path to a healthier lifestyle. At the Cascade Center for Dental Health in Sterling and Cascades Dental of Burke, we understand fear. We make it easy with sedation dentistry. We eliminate discomfort and anxiety with a custom sedation option just for you. In fact, everything we do is focused on individualized treatment for our patients. Our spa-like facility provides a relaxing and comfortable surrounding. And Dr. Ruparilia and his team of dental experts can fix even the most complex cases all in one office. Going to the dentist isn't scary, and Cascades can prove it to you. Let us help you achieve better health. The Cascades Center for Dental Health in Sterling and Cascades Center in Burke. Make an appointment today at 866-25-SLEEP or visit Cascades1.com. That's Cascades1.com. It's 7.15. This is WTOP News. I'm Del Walters. Thanks for being with us. It has now been two weeks since Maryland's Governor Wes Moore Tap Lieutenant Colonel Roland Butler to lead the Maryland State Police. Now some lawmakers are pushing back, but the governor says he is standing behind his man. 
Maryland Matters reporting that some lawmakers in Annapolis are indicating they have problems with Butler. They point to complaints they're getting from other troopers who worked with him. Even though he's African-American, the concerns are how he interacted with other black officers. Last October, three black troopers filed suit alleging discrimination. The Justice Department is now investigating that claim. Animal shelters in Northern Virginia say they are becoming overwhelmed. People dropping off dogs or leaving them behind to strays. Loudoun County had 210 dogs come into the shelter in just the last three months. That's double the number this time last year. Nina Shively, the director, talked to our news partners at NBC4. Mostly it's people in crisis, so people who are moving and not able to take their pets, challenged to find pet-friendly housing, uh, having a situation of economic challenge. The Fairfax County Animal Shelter says their numbers are also climbing. That shelter's director urging families who may need to surrender a pet to call the shelter ahead of time. On Monday, the National Zoo's birdhouse opening to the public for the first time in six years One of the habitats includes a setting that mimics a bird-friendly coffee farm. This aviary at the National Zoo's birdhouse is where you'll find the orioles, warblers, and other birds that spend their winters in the tropics before showing up in your backyard. At a recent media event, Tony Barnett of Chesapeake Coffee Roasters explained what makes a coffee farm bird-friendly. Native tree species in that area that has the multiple canopy layers that bird species require to go down there and live and mate and have all of these kind of the necessities for life. Starting Monday, you can visit the bird house at the zoo, but you will need timed passes. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. We are getting older, but unfortunately not smarter. For the first time in nearly 100 years, the average IQ of Americans is going down. It's just a slight decline, and co-author Dr. Elizabeth Dvorak of Northwestern University says we shouldn't read too much into it. I don't know if you can say that just because scores are going down, if people's actual ability is going down. Instead, she says maybe the IQ test isn't exactly measuring things that are considered more relevant these days. Spatial rotation, like understanding 3D rotation, that's going up despite the other scores going down. The study is published by the journal Intelligence. Linda Kenyon, CBS News. A quick look at the stories we're working on on WTOP. A Silicon Valley bank has failed. SVB, a key player in the tech and venture capital community, federal regulators took control of the bank's deposits last night. It's now been three years since the World Health Organization declared COVID had spread to the pandemic level. Keep it here for full details of all these stories coming up in the minutes ahead. 718. Steve Dresner now in the traffic center. Dale will start off in the district. Continue closure on the outbound Whitehurst Freeway. It's closed between 27th Street and the Key Bridge. And traffic being diverted underneath onto K Street. There is no access from inbound Canal Road to the Whitehurst Freeway. And inbound Key Bridge traffic is diverted onto the outbound lanes of Canal Road. Staying in the district, northbound over on I-295 near Malcolm X Avenue. Looks like we do have a crash with at least one lane blocked. We are seeing a bit of a delay. Montgomery County on the inner loop of the Capitol Beltway right near Kenilworth Avenue. Exit 23 looks like we do have the right side block for the crash. Outer loop delays still continuing. We do have a crash being reported near Connecticut Avenue also blocking a lane. Over in Virginia, decent ride in both directions. Currently on the Beltway, we are seeing delays northbound 395 heading over and into the district via the 14th Street Bridge as we're seeing through our traffic camera, looks like all volume at best. We are dealing with a crash now southbound 95 near the Lorton exit. 
Uh, single lane does get you by Fredericksburg area northbound 95 after Route 3 exit 130. Right side is currently blocked for the crash. Closer to town in Roslyn, outbound Key Bridge, right before you get to the exit to go to the GW Parkway at last report, only a single left lane does get you by the crash. Salvation Army clans are lucky to have great support for local community. Donate $25 a month and help a family in need. Visit SalvationArmyNCA.com. The Salvation Army doing the most good. Steve Dresner, WTOP Traffic. Steve, thank you. The weather in a word tonight, burr. Let's get your storm team for four-day forecast. Here's NBC Force Mike Stenford. Hey, Mike. And good evening, Dale. Yeah, it's been a cold day. A lot of cloud cover and a gusty wind added to the chill. The good news, the winds have died down, and we're starting to see the cloud cover break up and skies have cleared across the eastern suburbs. We'll end up with a clear to partly cloudy sky tonight. It will be chilly. Lows will be in the mid to upper 20 suburbs, low to mid 30s in the district. After some morning sunshine, skies will cloud up again tomorrow, and by late today, a risk of some rain. Highs 45 to 50. Rain Monday morning will taper off and end in the afternoon. It's going to turn quite windy by late the day as an area of low pressure strengthens offshore. Highs will be in the mid to upper 40s and then partly cloudy and very windy on Tuesday. We could see winds gusting up to 50 miles an hour at times with a high around 50. Right now, Rockville 40, Leesburg 41, and Dell, we've got a temperature of 44 at Reagan National. we got a temperature of 40 right now outside the Glass Enclosed Nerve Center brought to you by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service seven days a week and still ahead. Do you complain a lot? If you live in D.C., it is an art form. 721. It's a big world, 8 billion people on 200 million square miles of this planet. But the news you care about most is what happens in and around Washington. That's why we have more reporters covering more local stories. Here in Georgetown. Breaking news from Landover. Here at the federal courthouse. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. Uh, guys, I think it's Truman. Truman is the right answer. Samurai. Samurai it is. Uh, audacious final answer. No, sorry. 162. Yes, that's it. Next time on It's Academic. Hosted by WTOP's Hillary Howard. Students from Georgetown Day, George C. Marshall, and Lake Braddock Secondary School. Match your wit. I know you know it. With these students. It's Academic. Pretty amazing. Saturday on WETA-TBS. 722. I'm Steve Cohn, head of communications at Capital Caring Health. Thanks to the recent announcement by former President Jimmy Carter of enrolling in hospice, we hope you and all Americans learn about the immense value of hospice care for up to six months wherever a person resides. Most families wait far too long to enroll a terminally ill loved one in the hospice care. On average, just two weeks, which is too short and tragic. And hospice is free covered by Medicare, private insurance, or by us for the uninsured. At Capital Caring Health, we're focused on helping patients live life to the fullest for months, not a few days. Even accessing the hospice benefit for two months means patients live better and longer with more memorable moments with family and close friends. What Jimmy Carter decided, every family should. Yes to hospice. No to hospitalizations, often resulting in dying alone in an ICU. To learn more, go to capitalcaring.org slash too short. Hospice is about a better life, not just the end of life. 723. This is WTOP News. It's now been more than 50 years since the murder of a young girl in Anne Arundel County. 
The case was unsolved until now. Anne Arundel County Police and the FBI have announced a suspect in the 1970 murder of 16-year-old Pamela Lynn Coyniers. Forrest Clyde Williams III has been identified as the suspect. Williams was 21 years old at the time of the murder and has since died. Investigators were able to solve the case thanks to advancements in technology. Coyniers' car was found near Route 100 and Mountain Road days after her family reported her missing. Soon after, her body was found. Officials say she was strangled to death. Officials are asking anyone with additional information about the case to reach out to Anne Arundel County Police. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. If you think you got ripped off in D.C., you are not alone. District residents setting a record in 2022 when it came to complaints. In 2022, the D.C. Attorney General's Office opened 2,874 individual consumer complaints, the highest number to date. The top five complaints include issues with banking and lending, retail fraud, housing issues, and home improvement and construction scams. But the biggest number of complaints, 713, centered on identity theft. More and more people are falling victim to electronic scams like phishing and robocalls. Last year, however, the Attorney General's office was able to return more than $582,000 directly to consumers. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Here's your Jill on Money question of the day. Jack from Florida asks, it seems like we have way too many different accounts, bank accounts, brokerage accounts, IRAs, etc. What is the best way to consolidate some of these accounts so that we can receive just one or maybe two statements a month instead of what seems like a dozen? Jack, here's what to do. You go to a brokerage firm, any of the major ones, and open up two accounts, one for your retirement assets, one for your non-retirement assets. Then start transferring everything over. It is a pain. It's going to take some time, but it will be well worth it in the end. Have a question? Go to JillOnMoney.com. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. At 725, here's Frank Hammerhand. Smiles all around for Howard Bison supporters as Howard advances to the NCAA tournament. First time since 1992. Winning the MEAC championship over Norfolk State 65-64. Dramatic. Couple free throws made. Then they get a defensive stop and they hold on and get the win. Howard will find out who it will play tomorrow on Selection Sunday. 8-10. Virginia Commonwealth advances to the finals. Beat St. Louis 90-78. About an hour away, Virginia and Duke for all the marbles ACC title game from Greensboro. Caps uh, about set to go visiting the New York Islanders in about 10 minutes or so on the road for the Caps, who earlier announced that they re-signed pending unrestricted free agent Trevor Van Riemsdyk to a three-year $9 million extension. D.C. United's on the pitch tonight hosting Orlando City. That kickoff in about uh, five minutes or so on a chilling night for soccer. NFL Bud Grant, Hall of Fame coach who led the Minnesota Vikings to four Super Bowl appearances, has died at the age of 95. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. Yeah, remember him well. Didn't know he was 95. So. 95. And he was actually just at a playoff game a couple of years ago for the coin toss. Yeah, life well yeah. lived. Yes, sir. Frank, thank you. Still ahead on WTOP, three years ago today, COVID declared a pandemic. A look back and where we stand now. 726. Hi, it's Jonathan Cotton with the Good Feet Store. And you know what time of year it is? It's springtime with all those after-school spring activities. That means it's also time to take your kids to the Good Feet store. If our kids are going to stay active and healthy, then they need Good Feet. Because whether it's ballet or soccer, drama or field hockey, band or baseball, their feet need to